Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. First thing I want to talk about is uh, Pastor Stephen Anderson. Now, you may remember about going back, oh, it must be three or four years since we spoke to uh, Pastor Anderson the last time, and he's been on the show maybe three or four times at this stage. But he is coming to Ireland, Pastor Stephen Anderson, and he's belonged to the Faithful Word Baptist Church. They're a fundamental independent Baptist church, and they're based in Texas, in Arizona. And he's on the line with us now. Pastor Stephen Anderson, good afternoon to you. Oh, good evening. Sorry, it's afternoon your time. Good evening, my time. Yeah, good evening. How are you? It's been, it's been a while. Yeah, what happened? I used to come on all the time, huh? Uh, yeah, time. we, we kind of missed you. <laughs> 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 but Stephen, you know, the, you, you're coming over to Ireland and they've already set up, um, you know, a protest, so to speak, or, the, you know, a petition online to stop you from coming here. Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure what that's all about. I believe in free speech, even though I may not agree with everything you say. And just to give people an idea, I suppose, of what your church stands for, they believe that the King James, King James Bible is the inspired word of God and without error. The church also believes in the post-tribulation rapture, salvation by uh, grace through faith, eternal torment in hell uh, for the unsaved. Among the church's beliefs are the view that life begins at conception, that homosexuality is a sin and an abomination which God punishes with the death penalty and opposition uh, to worldliness, fe- uh, formalism, modernism, feminism, liberalism um, and they also believe the faithful word Baptist Church is strictly anti-abortion, against birth control, against condoms, uh, and they, you believe that birth control and condoms are murder. There's a lot going on there, Stephen. Yeah, there? where do you want to start? Well, 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 well <laughs> let's start with, we'll start with why you believe people object to you. Why do you think people object to you coming to Ireland? I mean, Ireland, I don't know if you've watched the history of Ireland and how we have changed socially or evolved, I suppose. I, some people say evolved, some people say changed socially over the last, sort of, particularly the last 20 years because we were a very religious country and now all of a sudden we're probably leading the way when it comes to liberalism. We've the first country to uh, vote and have a referendum to vote for gay marriage. Uh, the, you know, we were the only country who didn't have abortion in Europe and now we did. We do. We voted for it last year in a referendum. 70% of the population almost voted in favour of it. Um, so are you surprised to see Ireland change so much? No, not really. Um, I think that the goal with uh, banning me from Ireland or not letting me come is to try to paint me as a radical or as an extremist when really most of my views are shared by millions and millions of people. Normal people are disgusted by homosexuality. Half the people in the United States believe that abortion is murder. And so my views aren't radical or crazy, but the media wants to paint it that way. So if they say, hey, this guy's banned from five countries, he can't even enter Ireland, then people will think, oh, wow, those, you know, those must be some really wild views he has or something. So they're, they're just trying to make it sound crazy, when in reality I'm just preaching what the Bible says. Well, I don't believe you'll be stopped coming to Ireland by the state because you don't have a criminal record. So I, I don't believe that's going to happen. But maybe you will be sort of felt unwelcome when you come here because uh, let's deal with your views if we can. You know, firstly, let's go to, I suppose, abortion. Abortion in this country, last year we had a referendum. Uh, 67% of the population voted in favour of a woman's choice or a woman, uh, the right to choose uh, to have an abortion up to 12 weeks and up to 22 weeks uh, in extreme circumstances. Now, obviously, you disagree with that. Um, The reason you class it as murder, you even insinuate that it's murder to use and use birth control. Is that even a stretch? Well, I I think you misunderstood my position. I I never said that condoms are murder, okay? Uh, What I I was saying is that there are a lot of birth control pills that operate like a morning-after pill, so there's already a child conceived, and then it dies. I believe that life begins at conception. I believe life begins at fertilization. And, you know, the Bible says, thou shalt not kill. And so... It's murder because it's alive and you're killing it and it's a human being. I mean, it, it really couldn't be any simpler. But you also believe that, you know, IVF is also seen as murder because embryos are discarded during the process. Whereas IVF, right. you know, for many women who've struggled to have children and do exactly what you want to see women do, which is help procreate, uh, many women who do that, and we have this wonderful thing now which can help them in times where they just can't naturally procreate, uh, you know, and they're, they're doing that, and, and you're, not, you're not even agreeing with that. 
Well, you know, it just really shows you human nature. People that are supposed to be having kids are taking a drug to stop having kids, and then people who God has not blessed with children are, you know, going through this scientific process to try to have children by unnatural means. And the problem with IVF is that, like you said, many embryos are discarded in the process. You know, life is created and destroyed in the process. Yeah, but they're not conceived embryos. Well, you know, the Bible defines conception as fertilization because the Bible talks about, uh, through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. The seed is the sperm, and so the Bible talks about conceiving seed. So when the seed and the egg come together, that's conception, okay? So... Yeah, but when you say God, God was the one who decided, there are a lot of women out there who can't have a child with the partner they're with, uh, not because either one of them has anything wrong with them. Uh, in some cases, some people are just not sexually compatible. I'm sure you've heard of that. And, you know, there's, you know the, the guy is fine, his sperm are good, the girl is fine, her eggs are fine, but they're just not sexually compatible and they end up having to have IVF. God isn't choosing there. Unfortunately, it's just biology. Well, no, it is God choosing. I mean, God controls these things. The Bible says that children are inheritance of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. You know, God opens and closes the womb, the Bible says. If you don't believe that, that's another matter, but the Bible clearly states that God opens and closes the womb. In fact, it's a major theme in the Bible, where you have women like Sarah and Rebecca and Rachel who can't have children, and then they pray to the Lord, and he blesses them with children maybe 10 years later, 20 years later. So this is a big subject in the Bible, and and so we need to wait on God. And for some people, it might just be God's will that they don't have any kids or that they only have one or two kids. You know, that's up to God. You know, so far God's given me 10 kids, and I've got my 11th on the way, and I'm going to keep having as and many kids. And how old are you? How old are you? I'm 37. Okay, so you, well, yourself and your, your, part, your wife— I, I was going to say partner, but you probably don't agree with that word. Yourself and your wife have been basically having kids since you got together. I mean, she's been kind of pregnant, more or less, probably every year yeah, or every second year. pretty much been pregnant or breastfeeding our entire marriage, one or the other. Our I, kids are about two years apart. So, And how long is that going to continue for? I mean, so well, do you... Do I, you know. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry to ask you a personal question, but do you, do you, do you, have you ever used birth control? When I, when I first got married... You know, I didn't really understand all these things. And so my wife did use birth control pills for the first three months we were married. Okay. Uh, you know, that was a mistake looking back. But that was the only birth control we've ever used was just she used a pill for the first three months. And that's it. Okay, so you, you don't you don't believe in using or having sex just for enjoyment. Sex, in your mind, is for procreation. Well, no, because we, we would have sex for enjoyment all the time because what about when she's already pregnant? Hmm. I okay, mean, that's well, nine months of doing it just for the fun of it, right? Okay, all so there right. There you go. Yeah, all right, okay. But when you, when she's not pregnant, th- there's no there's no panic. You know, there's no kind of rhythm method. or and, and there are methods that the Catholic Church, for example, approve of, you know, where you can, you know, right. use timing and temperatures and all this kind of carry on where you don't use chemicals. Yeah, we don't we don't use those methods. The the the, the times that they tell you to abstain are typically the, the most enjoyable times. Right, so, okay. Yeah, well. What, that wouldn't be fun. All right, okay. So, and, and you're planning on child number 11 at the moment. So, and many, many girls, many boys have right. you got? Six boys and four girls. All right, okay. So, hopefully, well, maybe a girl this time, so you can kind of balance it out a bit. All right. Yeah. Uh, in relation to your girls, something that you don't agree with is feminism. Now, feminism, right. I, I understand if you were talking about extreme feminisms, because some of them are nutcases, right? But when we talk about feminism in general, the word feminism should mean equal rights for women and rights for women, which the suffragettes voted for and the suffragettes fought for for years. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you would like to see your daughters as they grow up in life and you get older and pass away. Your daughters and your granddaughters have the same rights in society that you have. No, absolutely not. I don't because, I, you know, I don't believe that women are the same as men and have the same role in society as men. That, that's a, that, so I agree with that, but that doesn't mean they should have the same, shouldn't have the same rights and opportunities. Well, it depends on what you mean by right. Do they have the right to pastor the church? No, because the Bible says, I suffer not a woman to usurp authority over the man, you know, uh, nor to teach, but to be in silence. So it's not for a woman to lead in the church or preach. It's not for a woman to run the country or run the home. So if that's what you mean by rights, then absolutely not. So you must have been sweating when Hillary Clinton was running for election, were you? No, because it it really doesn't affect my daily life, who's in the White House at all. And, and, uh, you know, 
see, here's the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. They say different things, but when they get elected, they all do the same things. Well, I so mean, there really isn't that big of a difference. I mean, you did, you did bring do. a bit of attention to yourself back in 2009 when you were praying for the death of Barack Obama. Right. Yeah. Well, I felt the same way about George W. Bush. You, so. you, you prayed for the death of him. Well, I think a lot of people might have been joining yeah. you in that one. Okay. But, okay, but get, right. getting, back to, getting back to women's rights. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, that they have a different role in life, and I completely agree with you. I, I mean, you might be surprised to hear me say that. I do believe men and women are inherently very different, um, but I do believe we both bring, you know, a lot to the table, so to speak. Uh, but I do believe that my daughter sure. and my son should have the same opportunities, the same pay if they go into a job, the same rights uh, when it comes to voting or the, whatever it happens to be, and when they're in a family unit, that they both have the same input. But, but, you, but you believe differently. You believe the man is the king of the castle. That's exactly what I believe. You know, I, I believe that the home should be a benevolent dictatorship. You know, so the husband is in charge, but he should love his wife, do what's best for his wife, consider his wife, do things that she likes. But at the end of the day, he's the boss. So she should and, obey you know, him. I, she I, should obey him. That's what the Bible clearly says, that wives are to submit to their own husbands and to be obedient to their husbands. I mean, the Bible says that in Titus chapter 2, 1 Timothy 2, 1 Peter chapter 3. It's all over the New Testament. Yeah, I mean, I, I do see it in some cultures, all right. You would see women be very subservient, but I, I very rarely would see it now in the Christian culture. I mean, I, I mean, would you be coming home from work and your wife would have your slippers at the door, run your bath for you, you know, have your dinner on the table? Is, is that the way your household works, or is your wife working? Sounds, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm only asking, is that the way your household operates? Yeah, I mean, obviously you're, you're painting it as a little bit of a caricature, Mm. But yeah, my wife cooks all my meals, take care of me. She does run the bath for me. We we just got a brand new bathtub, and so, you know, she does those things absolutely. And would and, you ever and, have to uh, ask her? Would you ever say, you know, honey, I'm I'm feeling a bit tired here. Uh, you wouldn't go run me a bath. Yeah, t- of course I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. And, 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 <laughs> if and I said that is, to my I mean, partner, I know what I'd get back. You know, run your own but, bloody but here, bath. Here, here's what you have to understand: is that you know, women are designed by God to be in that role. So actually, they're happiest when they're in that role, okay? When they're, when they're married to a strong leader, a strong man who runs things, they like that, okay? Do they? And, and then men like to be in charge they, because that's the way they're wired. So, you know, if you have a henpecked man, he's not going to be happy, but his wife's not going to be happy either because she doesn't want to be married to a milk toast guy. I mean, how many romance novels are written about some milk toast watered down? Yeah, but they're, they're, but they're novels. They're I mean, they're, do you accept? Well, I'm just I mean, using okay, that okay. as an illustration. I, 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 even I, ungodly people. Okay, I, I, you know, I, every, question you've, every question you've answered me with so far t- this evening, right, has been, and I'm, I'm, I'm respecting your religion, by the way, even though I'm not a religious person, okay? But you, uh, the Bible says, the Bible says, but the Bible says, the Bible right. says, okay? But the thing about it is, you know, do you accept that the Bible is... 2,000 years old, and that we as a society have evolved. Do you accept the evolution of mankind? Not the, I, don't, I know you wouldn't accept Darwin's theory of evolution, but the evolution of mankind, that as human beings, you know, we're changing, even physically, for example. In Europe, people are getting taller. Our, our brain size is getting bigger. We're changing. Our attitudes change in life. Um, you know, we think differently maybe than we would have, say, 200 years ago. Uh, we have more needs in our lives. Uh, we have the Internet. Do, do you accept that, you know, life is moving on? Medicine is moving on. We're living longer. Do you, you know, do you accept all these changes? Well, it's, it, it hasn't evolved. It's devolving. It's going down the toilet. Our Western society is a society in decline. It's a culture in decline. So we're not evolving. We're devolving. You can't say and that about I everything. That people were smarter in the past than they are now. I believe this is probably the dumbest generation ever in the United States. I've never been to Ireland, but I would assume probably the same thing. Uh, things are being dumbed down. If I read a book from 100 years ago, it's way more intelligent than a book that was written yesterday. If I go back 200 years, it's even more intelligent. Even if you just look at the linguistics of mankind, ancient languages are all very complicated and difficult. Modern languages get simpler and simpler and easier uh, until we're all going to be speaking in like a texting 
type language. Yeah, but that, okay? but, that, but that's because People, you, like me, are getting older. And, and, you know, and I look at kids the way they text and you know, instead of saying, I love you, they would put I love and the, the, the letter U, right? They won't even bother spelling Y-O-U. And I, I look at that and I go, oh, yeah, damn kids, you know, they don't even know how to speak English. But that's just the way language is evolving. The same way as language, you know, before Christ would have been very different to language, say, 400 years later. In other words, language evolves as well. I mean, I mean, yeah, Western people evolved. were speaking Latin not, at one stage. We've all evolved right, from but it's not, Latin. But it's getting, it's getting more dumbed down, okay? You know, like, if, if you take the Greek language, for example, the most complicated form of Greek is going to be the Iliad and the Odyssey, and then it gets simpler, 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 all the way down to modern Greek is the simplest. Yeah, Same but we're speaking English. English. Being, English. We're both speaking English now, which, which evolved from Latin. Most of that comes from Latin. Yeah, but modern English was more, was more complicated than our contemporary English. You know, we used to have the and thou and ye and you. Now it's all just one word, you. It keeps getting simpler. What I'm saying is people are not getting smarter. They have more technology to lean on. They have the smartphone. Yeah, the phone's getting smarter, but that doesn't mean people are getting smarter. Well, it's, it's more access people to information, isn't it? Communications and information, isn't it? What was It, it was originally, I mean, originally I, I called love, the information superhighway. You know? Well, I love the technology. I, I love the smartphone. I love the information. But unfortunately... People are being dumbed down. They're rotting their brains in front of the television. They don't read books. They, they certainly don't read the Bible. And so you want to know why Christians uh, don't agree with these basic truths from the Bible about men's roles, women's roles, abortion, etc. because they're not even reading the Bible, because they're not reading any book, because they're watching cartoons. Okay. That's what's going on. All right, okay, so we've dealt with that. Well, that's more or less dealing with modernism. Um, and you, we've, we've dealt with abortion. Now let's get to the other one, which I suppose causes a few problems. You believe that homosexuality is a sin. And I'm quoting here, you know, your, the, the, your Baptist church, your faithful word, Baptist church. You're, you're saying that homosexuality is a sin and an abomination which God punishes with the death penalty. Well, that's just a matter of record in Scripture. I mean, that's what the Bible says. You don't says. agree with that, do you? Be- uh, well, uh, are you, do you expect me to not agree with the Bible? Yeah, of but, the, I but the I mean, Bible. I'm sure you've watched the news lately. The Sultan of Brunei, as you well know, has changed the law uh, where he is now saying that, you know, homosexuality is sentenceable by death. The world. Sounds great. But, well, then why don't, you move to, well, why don't you move to Brunei? Well, because I'm not a Muslim, and unfortunately it's a Muslim country. I wish, I wish Christians would follow their own holy book. That'd be so, great. So you, you but, believe you know, that anything, ex- with the exception of heterosexuality, you believe anybody else with any kind of other type of relationship should be sentenced to death? Yeah, homos or being with animals or whatever, yeah. But, you know... Well, the, well, hang, well hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, hang on, hang on. Well, I, ju- I just want to bring you, rein you in slightly there, okay? You're now comparing homosexuality to bestiality. Well, that's because and that's, the Bible that's unacceptable. In the same well, but they're not. Well, they're, the Bible we're we're talking about two human breath. beings. Okay, leaving aside the sexual aspect of it, okay... And I understand what you're talking about in relation to the sexual aspect. You don't agree with it, and that's fine. That's your own business if you don't agree with the sexual aspect of it, okay? Although 26% of heterosexual couples uh, perform anal sex on a regular basis. But that's beside the point. We'll park that there for the moment. What about the fact that two men or two women could actually love each other? Do you accept they could love each other? Well, of course men can love each other. I mean, I love my dad. I love my brother. I love my friends. But it doesn't mean that you have to be a filthy pervert and, and do these sick acts. I mean... Look, Leviticus was written 1,500 years before Christ. But it, sounds like, but it sounds like you're still living in that time, Stephen. That's what people are going to okay, say to you. But here's, but here's what's funny. You know, the Irish Mirror did an article about me last week. And they literally said, in 2014, Pastor Anderson said, quote, and then they just put the text of Leviticus 20, verse 13. And they attributed that quote to me as 2014. Like, like I came up with that in 2014. And this is journalism? You know, I, I, that's from 3,500 years ago, okay? Yeah, but it's you're agreeing with it. God. Yeah, but you're condoning us. You're agreeing with us. Well, is there such thing as a Christian who doesn't agree with the Word of God? Well, there are many Christians. There, well, well, okay, Christians do believe in the Word of oh, God. You mean fake Christians. Well, hang on. There fake are, Christians. There are Christians. I mean, this country is a Christian country. But the majority of people... Who's I mean, actually, the Bible? Well, I, I can tell you now. I thought you have to believe the Bible to be a Christian. I thought that was what it meant to be a Christian. Is that well, then, well, then, the, well, then there's probably no Christians in Ireland, if that's your definition. Well, sure there are, because they're coming to my event on, on May 26th. Do you believe there's people in this country, <laughs> in Ireland, 
who actually think that the Bible, and you're when you're talking about the King James Bible, uh, do you believe they uh, there are people in this country who literally will, well, or who take that literally, just like you, and who live by that the Word of God and the King James Bible? I mean, one of my most religious callers, who was actually on the air last night about a different topic, Bill, um, he's um, either a Presbyterian or Church of England. I'm not too sure, but he's a Christian. And he believes in the Bible. He know he can quote it for me on a regular basis, and he does. But he himself, you know, he says homosexuality is a sin. Absolutely, that that's what he believes, and that's fine. But he would never wish death upon anybody. Never. Well, he sounds like a wonderful compromiser. But the bottom line is, there are people in Ireland who believe the Bible. Otherwise, I wouldn't even be going. I'm I'm going there to fellowship with. Bible-believing Christians. Well, are, you, are, are, you surprised? are you surprised you're not being made feel welcome, Stephen, when, when you're, you know, when you're condoning? I didn't say that you said that homosexuality should be sentenceable by death, but that you're agreeing with a book that says it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly with it. I like it. I think it's, the, I think it's great. And I, I, think, I think that uh, it should be implemented. Okay? And I'm, you know, going there to preach the Word of God to people who actually believe the Bible. And, you know, your watered-down Presbyterian friends not invited, frankly. Well, oh, okay, well, I'm, so, sure, he, I'm sure he's I listening. Mean, he may ring in now. I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> and, and, and he would be... He, but, but why should I be surprised? Why should I be surprised? They, they, they crucified Jesus. They threw the apostles in jail. The Bible says, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. That's what the Bible says. So if you believe the Bible and preach the Word of God, you're not going to be liked by the world. But can you not, can you not Bible... just take the Bible up and use it as some sort of moral benchmark for life? In other words, <clears throat> sorry, pick and choose. You know, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible, you know, that people are not going to take literally. And for our very obvious reasons, because it, it doesn't apply to 2019. As you rightly said, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a very old book. And, you know, we live different lives, you know, 3,500 years ago or 2,000 years ago when Jesus Christ was around. The, the, the people lived very different lives. Well, but there are a lot of things that just don't change. I mean, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Obviously, we live different lives. Well, there is. There's a lot of new things under the sun. But... Well, the Bible is wrong because there's a lot no, of new, not really. Well, well, under the sun has changed. The world has changed. The population has changed. People have changed. Not, you know, at, at its at its core, though, human nature is human nature. People are people, and when you read the stories of the Bible, you will find parallels in our life in 2019. The same types of things are happening. The same scenarios are played out. It's all extremely relevant. Okay, let's just move away from homosexuality for a few moments. And I'm sure there are some people who want to talk to you, by the way. If you do want to talk to uh, uh, Pastor Stephen Anderson, who is coming to Ireland, I'll give you the date shortly that he is coming over to speak over here. But you're only invited, by the way, if you believe in the Bible. Uh, you can text or WhatsApp us at 087-188-0008. Maybe you agree with the guy. Is there anybody at all listening tonight who agrees with everything that Stephen says? Uh, you're welcome to give us a call, and we'll give you those dates a little bit later on. Um, but getting back to you know other things that you believe in, uh, and in relation to your your children and how you raise your children, because obviously your children are going to be raised in your eyes and in your partner's eyes, your wife's eyes. Um, do your children go to school? No, they're homeschooled. Okay, and, and why is that? Is there a fear that they would mingle with society and become too liberal? Well, it just would make absolutely zero sense for me to send my children to a school that is run by people that have values that are the opposite of my values, that are atheistic godless values that are against everything I believe in, why would I go through the trouble of, you know, having children and raising children just so they could be brainwashed in a god but you're, yeah, But you're brainwashing them. But, you're, yeah, but hang on, you're brainwashing them into your way of thinking as well. Exactly. So that's what I want them to think like me, like a godly Christian. I don't want them to think like a, a gaytheist or a fagnostic. I want them to be like me. Why would I want them to be raised? Because by it, because you want them to be independent be people. But I mean, I've I raised my three children, and um, you know, twenty three, nineteen, and seventeen years of age. And and yes, I would have had an influence raising them, as did my wife at the time. Would have had an influence raising them. Um, but in saying that, they still became independent thinkers. I want them to be independent thinkers. 
Well, you know what? Isn't it amazing how all these independent thinkers out in the world just happen to all believe the exact same things at the same time? And 20 years ago, they all had a certain opinion. And now 20 years later, they all have a different opinion. Isn't it funny how they just all happen to independently think the exact same thing? They're not independent thinkers. No one is an independent thinker. You're either putting the word of God into you and getting the truth, or you're filling your mind with the crap that the school system and TV and radio feeds you. Either Nobody is a totally independent thinker living in a vacuum okay yeah but i i well i consider myself i i'm you know i i consider myself a leader not a follower right so i don't i consider myself to be an independent thinker i don't agree with people just because i should agree with them i i will tell you exactly what i think and sometimes by the way i change my mind i'm quite entitled to do that i've slightly different views now than i might have had eight years ago and in eight years time i might have more conservative views i don't know i change my mind on things so i'm an independent thinker i I, i'm not going to agree with something i'm not an independent thinker I'm not an independent thinker. Why not? I depend on God's word to tell me what I should think. So I'm you're not a follower, not a leader. Yes, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Exactly. I'm not a leader. I'm a follower of Christ. And you know what? You're a follower, too. You just won't admit it. I'm just oh, well, admitting. Who am I a, fo- well, who who am I a I follower? Follow? Who am I a follower of? Well, you're a follower of the godless, worldly, socialist, system that you've been trained in. I, I completely disagree with socialism, by the way, but however, I'm not certainly not a follower, a follower of socialism or a socialist system of any type. Or humanistic or wh- whatever you want to call your belief system. You know, I have uh, view, I have my own view, I have my own views on you know transgender. I have my views on homosexuality. I have my views on abortion. Uh, all those kind of key things, feminism that we talk about on a regular basis. But I do respect other people's views on it as well. Well, if you were living 50 years ago, you wouldn't have the same views that you have right now. You wouldn't be uh, as tolerant of, of probably not. and all these other Proba- Probably, you're yeah. probably right. I probably For wouldn't you, because I live in a different world. Yeah, because you'd be a product of that generation, and right now you're a product of this generation. And here's the thing. Because you don't believe in Christ because you're not saved, the Bible says that you're under the influence of the devil. You know, the but, Bible but, well, says, but, but, but that doesn't saved. make any sense. Because if you just by your own admission, I don't believe in God, okay? So I don't believe in Jesus Christ. Uh, and uh, so how would the Bible say anything about me? Because I don't believe in it. To me, it's just a book. A nicely written book, oh, but so a book. Like, so is, is, this like, is this like when little kids close their eyes and then they think that they're invisible now? No, just because you don't believe in the Bible doesn't make it go away. Just because you close your eyes, it's still there. Okay? You probably don't believe in hell either, but hell is still there. So am I, I'm, as, an, as an atheist, doesn't change reality. as an atheist, then am I going to hell? Yeah. For Absolutely. For Everyone, anyone who doesn't believe in Jesus is going to hell. The Bible says, you know, he that believeth on the son hath everlasting life, but he that believeth not the son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on. So you have God's wrath on you. And not only that, but the Bible says that you are walking according to the course of the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So you're actually following the devil's program for your life without even knowing. So who, so who is the devil? Who is Beelzebub? Who is the devil? Is the devil this description of a person that we have in the Bible, a man, you know, with a crozier in his hand and hooked feet and claws and in a burning place down below us? Or is the devil just society that doesn't agree with the Bible? Well, there's no such description as what you just gave of the devil in the Bible. The Bible describes the devil as being a a beautiful angel that is transformed into an angel of light, and he deceives the whole world, including you, and his goal is to take as many people to hell with him. And so if you don't believe in Christ and you're following atheism or whatever else you're following, you know, you're on his program. Who's, who's, who would be top of the list? Who would be top of the list as, as being, uh, I suppose, an antichrist? Probably the Pope. Oh, okay. So the Pope, is the, anti- the Pope is the antichrist. Yeah. Why? Well, surely he, he's yeah. supposed to be the messenger of God, isn't he? No, he's absolutely not. Antichrist actually means in the place of Christ. That's what that prefix anti actually means. And so the Pope calls himself Father and is this mediator Papa. between Papa, God yeah. and he receives worship. He receives worship. The Bible says, call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. We're not to bow down and worship statues or worship a man. And so, you know, the Pope is the best uh, representative of anti I mean, do, you, do your kids listen to pop so. music? Do your kids listen to music? No, they don't. So, so what do, what, when they want to listen to something, what do they listen to? 
Well, I think that people spend far too much time listening to music anyway. So, so do they, do uh, they listen you know, to any music? Have your kids been denied that opportunity to listen to music? Not really. They, they listen to very little music. I mean, we sing music. And, you well, know, like they holy some of them play musical instruments. And, I mean, sometimes we do listen to hymns. I mean, we, when we're in the car, we'll play CDs with, with Christian hymns and, and um, you know, spiritual songs. So, I mean, they do listen to music. They just, they don't listen to as much music as Will, will, they, will they ever listen? Would. Okay, let, let's say one of your kids wanted to listen to some modern uh-huh. music. Or even, I don't know, a bit of Queen, Led Zeppelin, Beat the Beatles, or more modern music like Rihanna. Or If your kids wanted to listen to that kind of stuff, well, would you object to it, yeah? Yeah, we would not allow those artists in our home. And if they grow up and become an adult and want to listen to that stuff, at that point, that's their problem. That's on them. But we don't allow that stuff in our house. And and TV? Not allowed in the house. No TV. It sounds like a pretty boring house, Stephen. No, actually, you know, there's these wonderful things called books that are extremely entertaining. And you actually get smarter instead of getting dumber. You, well, I tell you what, do you mind if we take one or two calls? Oh. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, James, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, James? How's it going, Matt? James, well, Stephen is coming over here. Sorry, Stephen, remind me again the dates you're, you're in Ireland. Sorry, I'm going to lose my note here. Sorry. What, what, what dates are you it's coming to Ireland? Sunday. Our event is on Sunday, May 26th. May the 26th? A one-day. It's just a one-day event. It's an all-day thing. I'm busy that day. And, and and you're also going to be popping into us here in the studio as well on, the, on that on that day, I believe, as well. Yes, on the on the 27th, I'm coming in. I think around uh, noontime. Okay, sorry, James. Yeah, go ahead. You want to talk to Stephen there? Um, where to start now? Um, how's it going, Stephen? I've seen a couple of your videos on YouTube. And what do, um, you, what do you think? I think his opinions are quite terrifying. Terrifying. To, to, because he's preaching violence. How, where, 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 well, you, that isn't true. I don't. I don't preach violence. I'm totally non-violent. I just well, preach an anti-war sermon. Yes, but you just said homosexuals should be killed. That is death. That's not that's executing that's criminals is not violence. No, nobody calls it violence of when somebody goes well, to the gas see, chamber. See, by this is we probably disagree on criminality. I don't think it's criminal to be a homosexual. Can I just point out, it's not a criminal act, all right? So I want to just clarify that, okay. According, to, according to the law. Act, and in some countries of the not. world, in some countries it is a criminal act. In well, many countries again, it is a criminal again, act. Again, I say to you... But, 79 countries at last count, I think. Okay, well, maybe it's best I'm that going down, you move that. Yeah. I'm going down. Yep, going down not straight off. to hell is what our whole world is doing. No, Stephen, you see, I think most people have advanced past your stage of Christianity, thank be to God. I think most people don't take it literal anymore. I think it's much more cultural and social. You might say, be damned. I personally think fundamental Christianity literally, literally destroyed our continent twice. I don't think it's with the weapons we have today, we should go anywhere near fundamentalism. I think it'd be a terrible idea. And I think you would bring the world to hell with your ideology. Because it's a conformist belief. It's a totalitarian ideology to have fundamental any religion, not even Christianity. <laughs> and my mother's a Christian, and I would openly say that to her too. Pure well, religion got great is totalitarianism in its, in, in its finest. We can enjoy the architecture, the sculptures, the philosophy. It's a personal ideology which should be kept to you, kept out of politics, kept off the world stage, personally. Well, listen, I've got great news for you. The vast majority of people will never believe what I believe, because the Bible says that broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many there be which go in there at, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads unto life, and few there be that find it. Stephen, how about... Why are you interrupting me when I'm speaking God's word? You know, I I allowed you to say your piece, and you want to interrupt me when I give an answer. Justify, justify your actions by our own logic. Stop standing behind God to justify our own actions. You keep saying God. I can't justify it without God. God 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 is is the foundation. The Christian God gave you free will. Why not practice that? Why not? I am practicing my free will will. to follow Christ. Yes, and why not allow other people to have free will also? 
You have free will. If you want to go to hell, that's up to you. I'm not going to no. force you to believe what I believe. Your and if you let me Steven. finish my Steven. thought without okay, wait, interrupting yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, well, I, 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 can I just explain something? Sorry, James. There, there's a slight delay, obviously, because Stephen is in Texas. So sometimes it does sound like you're constantly interrupting him. So I mean, when you say something, just allow him to complete what he has to say okay. to you. And then maybe you could, if you want to rebut it, you can. Sorry, go ahead, Stephen. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to say that the vast majority of people are never going to believe what I believe. It's always been the narrow way that leads to life, and the vast majority of people are always going to reject the truth and reject the Word of God. So there's no fear in the continent of Europe now, becoming see, you a say fundamental truth, Christian to place. To what degree is truth? Okay, so let's talk about some truth, okay? You stand over science to justify some of your religion. You use biology to justify some, how a woman is, how a man is. So how old is Earth? Well, the Earth's approximately 6,300 years old. Well, that isn't science. So you wanted to prop up your religion. No, you're right. It's not science. science. It's religion. But that's, no. Okay, going by science, Stephen, do you remember the, the credential you used previously to justify your beliefs? So if you there is no such justify, thing as science that teaches that the Earth is more than 6,300 years old. That would be history or philosophy Stephen, or religion. It is impossible for science to tell Stephen, us what happened. 6,300. I'm not going to just sit here and no. be uh, uh, no. uh, talked at by you. Okay, if, if you don't. But okay, the, the point the point he's making, Stephen, is there is man made structures in this world that are over over six thousand years old. There are there are also the, there, there's, there's also evidence man made structure well, uh, on this earth that is over six thousand years old. What name the structure? I, are you suggesting that scientists, when they do carbon dating, name the structure? I, I'm, that is over well, well, I'm, ask, I'm asking you a question first of all. Do you deny that carbon dating uh, exists or is real? Well, how far back does carbon dating go? Well, according to scientists, now I, I can only believe what I watch in documentaries and stuff like that. I'm probably maybe not oh. as well read on it as you might be, uh, but I, because I don't take that much interest. Oh, in what it. about the process but of I, oil? Well, well, hang on, James. According to scientists, that the Earth is eight billion years old. And Noel, what about the process well, of carbon oil? dating? Even scientists who use carbon dating only claim that it goes back about twenty five thousand years. But, you're, but what you're saying, six thousand eight hundred years old, is only a, is only a claim as well, isn't it? It's only a claim. I'm saying 6,300 years because when God created Adam in the Garden of Eden, he didn't create a baby. He created a 30-year-old man. And so when he created the earth, he created a mature earth that has the appearance of age. So the carbon, the carbon isotopes were already decayed because he created a full-grown earth. He created full-grown animals. So the chicken came before the egg. Okay, so he created I've a always man. Wondered that if a doctor one, yeah. would have examined the man, he would have said that he was 30 years old, but he was only one day old. You know, the day after... Yeah, sorry, j- sorry, James, very quickly, because oh. that's going to break. Come. Why, okay, Stephen, why are we the chosen creature? Human beings? Why, us, you want it to be dolphins? Why us specifically? Why are we the specific chosen creature to be given this God complex? We are made in the image of God. I'm sorry that the dolphins don't dominate the planet. Is that what you want? Okay, well, stay there a second. Let me go to Darianne. Darianne, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Darianne? Hi, you nice. Um... A couple of questions for Stephen. Stephen, did you say you're 37 years old? 32. Yes, ma'am, 37. Oh, 37, sorry, I apologize. Okay, so you're very young. Um, You also insult us, um, the people of America and the people of Ireland, by saying that we're very thick. That's an Irish word for dumb. Oh, dumb, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You said that the American people and the Irish people are dumb and they're a lot dumber than they were Mm -hmm. 100 years ago. And I have to say, I don't agree with you with that. However, I was just wondering, I have, um, I'm a freelance journalist. Could I come along to your talk in May? Sure, yeah. If you want to come and and hear my talk, you're welcome. Okay, okay. would you you verify that with Niall? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Now, can I go back to another couple of things you said? Yep. Far away, Darianne. Just sure. yeah, be conscious yeah, of the you, time here. Okay. You said that um, your wife was pregnant and you could enjoy having sex while she was pregnant. <clears throat> right. Uh, hello. What about your wife? What, what about her, Darianne? Well, she... I mean... What's wrong with you? enjoying sex while you're pregnant? What's your question? My question is, are you saying it's okay to get your wife pregnant 11 times so you can enjoy sex and your wife has no say in the matter? 
well, actually, she feels the same way that I feel. So it, well, there's not a conflict there. I, I, I'm missing the point you're trying to make. If his wife objected to it, Darianne, you know, I would have some sort of issue or argument with it. But she, he's married to her. She doesn't object to it. She well, okay, seems to be okay, living okay. the same lifestyle he does. She's a, she's a Christian. Yeah, and yeah, they, they have sex no, together. What's the issue? I'm, I'm curious. Okay, she's, she's brainwashed. Okay, go back to when he got married first. She's his brainwashed. Wife was, his wife was on the pill for three months. What made her come off it? And how did she get brainwashed at that time? Was she, well, okay, well, let me clarify. Well, so, when you met your wife, was she a Christian? No, she wasn't. There well, you go. No, I... But but the reason the reason why she came off it after three months was because I didn't have health insurance when I first got married, and so it was going to kick in ninety days later because I just gotten a new job. So she was on birth control for the three months so that it wouldn't be a pre-existing condition. Because back then we didn't have the same beliefs that we have now about birth control. We learned that a little bit later, like a few years later. So are you, are you oh. suggesting to me that your Christianity has become stronger over since the time yeah. you met your wife? So yeah. would, you, would you when you yeah, met my your wife, wife first? Taught me a lot of, even though my wife was not a Christian when I met her, she's actually taught me a lot of great things. And were you, what, you were you a la carte? Would you suggest that she may have been just a la carte up to that point? What do you mean by that? I don't well, uh, well, a la carte is probably what you would describe most Irish people as when you talk about Christians picking and choosing the bits they want to agree with and the bits they just don't. No, she was just not a Christian at all. When we when we first met, she was just a complete. Uh, she was just an agnostic and and had no belief in Christianity when we met. Mm. So. so she found God. Born again, exactly. As they she call was, it, she was in Germany, which is so she was raised with the feminist kind of leftist view that Germany. Gronya, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Gronya? Hi, Niall. How are you doing? Uh, Gronya, I think you should prepare to be insulted, by the way. Yeah, so I'm just warning you in advance, all right? But go on, anyway. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, yeah, I am one of those people that um, Stephen would absolutely have killed and agree with. Oh, he would have you sentenced to death. Off. Yeah. I'd be thrown off a building if it was up to him. So I am a lesbian woman, and I also I'm non-religious. So I have a number of questions for Stephen. Um, I want to. I want him to. I want to ask him. Uh, how does he feel that he needs to preach to people how to live their lives? Why does he think that he is in a position to be able to do that? Out of everybody, what mm. gives him the right mm. to feel? So why? Why? So why did you set people? up your church, this particular uh, Baptist church, the Faithful Word Baptist Church? Why did you feel the need to tell other people how you feel and not just kind of keep it to yourself? I suppose, Stephen. Exactly. Well, I'm, you know, I'm no different than anyone else. And when I started my church, I wasn't trying to start something new and different. I was just starting another Baptist church. You know, I grew up a Baptist and a Bible-believing Christian, and I started a Baptist church. I'm preaching the Word of God. I want to do my best to serve the Lord and get people saved and preach the truth. Okay. I mean, I'm a pastor. So get, pe- so get people saved. Do you believe in murder? Do I believe that murder exists? Yeah, no. Do you, be- do you believe in? Do you believe in murder? People murdering people is that against the rules of? Your no, church? I'm against murder. That's why I'm against Ireland murdering babies. Right, but you're you're okay with um, that country where the the, the new law Bernain, is throwing, throwing people. Yeah, Bernain, yes, are killing uh, people, and you think that you think that's wonderful, but you're not against uh, killing. So that's very. That, that's not murder. That's that's executing criminals. The government has the right. The government has been ordained by God to execute criminals. So you agree. So you agree with the government having power. Crime. So you agree with governments okay. having power. Yes. Okay. Yes, so, I do. So who, the government who, who, should have power. Yes. I have. I have uh, some very important questions I want you to answer. Uh, who, who is God first, and what evidence? So say that again. Who is God, and what? What evidence is there that He exists? Okay, God is the creator, and the evidence that he exists is the Bible. Okay, and who wrote the Bible? God. And who is God? The author of the Bible. That's, you're just going around in a circle. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, but, but, but it kind of is a, a chicken and egg being, thing, isn't it? I a mean, human uh, being wrote the Bible, okay? A human being with your idealistic views. So somebody wrote their opinion down... Okay, well, let me, let me ask you a question then. If, if a human being wrote the Bible, then how come no one has ever been able to write a book even close to the Bible in greatness 
There's not any book sure, that can even there's, come there's close. Loads, there's, there's loads of religions, and every single religion follows a different book. At the end of the day, they're all just a book written by a human being with a different ideological view. And all around the world, whether it be Muslim, Catholicism, they're all following words in a book written by a human being, somebody's version of a story. Um, and you, and you, you, you tried to say that people have gotten less intelligent as the years have gone on. So is your definition of intelligence following a book that was written two and a half thousand years ago and following it word for word and living your life by that? And it's doing hatred to people in our modern society. So, it, it, so to me, that is not intelligence. That's the absolute epitome of stupidity. Well, you're not even smart enough to know the difference between a man and a woman. So, I'm not really interested in your view of intelligence. Okay. So, if you think that, then like I, I, I pity the people that are following your followings because that's a really stupid mm-hmm. statement. How could you possibly know that? Because you already told us that you're a lesbian, which shows that you don't even you don't even know uh, the difference between a man and a woman. I'm sure she knows. I'm sure she knows. Well, hang on. I'm sure she knows the difference between a man and a woman. She's just chosen in her life to love a woman. She's too. Uh, I she did. Well, I, I mean, with the great, with the greatest respect, Stephen, what Grania does in her bedroom is none of your is none of your business. I disagree. Oh, apparently it's because she she felt the need to tell me about it. She she walked in here and got on the phone and said hi. I'm a lesbian, so apparently she thinks it's my business. If if she kept it in her bedroom, then we wouldn't even be talking about it, and I wouldn't even care. I don't care what well, she does you, privately. She came on here and publicly cl- announced her perversion. Do, you clearly do care because you're ensuing hatred, and you want to come along and tell people that this behavior is unacceptable. Why can't you just have your little view, run your family the way that you want to run it? I completely disagree with it, and I completely pity your wife, and I really, really pity the children and the and the human beings that they're going to grow up to be. I, I feel so sorry for them and anyone that has to interact with them because they're okay, going well, to be so brainwashed. Okay, well, why can't you... Why can't but you... Why can't why can't you, you homos and lesbians just go live your little life instead of preaching your filth and perversion publicly? But, it, but, but it's your what you believe is filth and perversion. Because according to you, it's in the Bible. Uh, Stephen, I'm actually come on because you're the preacher, inverted commas. I am a listener, and you are a preacher, so you're the one ensuing hatred about homosexuality. I am getting on with my life, minding my own business. You are the one doing the preaching. You're not minding so your I own want- business because you're on here preaching perversion and no, she no, she no, no. Hang on, hang on, Stephen. She's she 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 called in to talk to you to try to make some sense of somebody who okay, she believes uh, is inciting what she believes is hatred, and that preachers Niall, like do you yourself. Actually, do you actually expect me to believe for one second that homosexuals are not preaching their lifestyle from the housetops? But heterosexuals preach their lifestyle. But, but, but hang, hang, hang on, and hang on, Grania, please, if you can. Heterosexuals preach their lifestyles from the rooftops. Why, different from you doing that? I talk it's about my... But, 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 but hang on, Stephen. I talk about my lifestyle on a regular basis. I'll talk about myself and my partner. I'll talk about my lifestyle. We've often talked about sex on the air. We preach our lifestyles from the rooftops. You've talked to me a few minutes ago about how you had sex with your wife while she was pregnant. So you preach Absolutely. about your lifestyle. So when you say preach, yes. Granny didn't come on the air and say, by the way, tonight I'm going to jump into bed with my lesbian partner hey. and this is what we're going to do. She didn't tell us that. Hey, she, just, she just said she's hey, a lesbian. She- that and, if, and the, if the Stephen, homos are going to preach their filth, then I'm going to preach the Bible. And call, they call preach the their garbage. And I'm going to preach the Bible. She's the one telling me to keep my mouth shut. Well, are the homos going to keep their mouths shut? Because if all the homos shut their mouths, then I'll shut my mouth too. How's that? Yeah, but even the language you're using is atrocious. Sorry, well, Grania. To be honest, you're, you're, you, I am trying to treat somebody I think is a despicable human being with, with respect. Um, and I feel that you're not showing any respect from me because your 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 demeanor and your tone and even using the word homo. Yes, so no basically you. you're just putting that, no, that's word, disrespectful. Um, Stephen, you know, I mean, we can have a debate and people can disagree with you. And, you know, and James that was on the air earlier on and Derianne, they disagreed with you inherently. But they didn't insult you by using certain types of language. And, you know, you're not, you know, Stephen, you're an intelligent man. 
Okay, you know certain words and types of language do upset people when you're talking directly to them. I'm not talking about in general terms. You can say what you want in the comfort of your own home or on your YouTube videos. But when you're talking to somebody directly, using words like homos, perverts, whatever, you, 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 you know that's personal well, you and you're should, making you it personal. Hear how, you should hear how I really feel. This is like the mildest possible language I could be using. I'm not well, even you telling see, this, you how I really feel. This is what's worrying, that if people are listening to somebody who has such an ideological view that's harmful to society, um, the only religion, my mother taught me, the only religion any person should have is this, and it's very simple, and it's one line. Religion is love, to show people love, and to give love, and to treat people kindly, and to treat everybody with respect, and to treat people as you'd like to be treated, and to show love, and to not be harmful to anybody. And that is all the religion that anybody needs. And if people can live their life like that, this world would be a very happy place, and not have idealistic people with you, like you with such hatred in their heart. So I, thankfully, I'm not insulted by you calling me a homo because I have taken years to become comfortable with who I am, and thankfully, I am there. Uh, and an actual fact, I do believe in God, and God created me this way. And Niall, it's not a choice. So sorry to pull you up no, on that. No, I didn't choose to live my life this way. I chose to accept the way that God made me. I don't, I don't think I said it was a choice, by but the way. I, I believe in God, yeah. but I believe in human hatred, and this man is the epitome of human hatred and damaging because he's calling himself a preacher. And I have every intention to getting a group together to go and protest outside of his 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 um, Sermon. horrible speech wh- mm. where he's going to, you know, ensue more hatred into our very open-minded Irish people and society. I think he's damaging and we don't. I don't want him here. Stephen, see, the problem is I can run with some of your views. I'm, you know, I consider myself a conservative. I'm very family orientated. I believe in the family. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with some of your views, but I certainly wouldn't procrastinate like you do to, to other people. You seem to have hatred for people who disagree with Wicked haters of God. Okay, but you, you've made that quite clear. But why are you so angry about it? Why are you upset about it? I mean, why does it upset you so much? I mean, your children are fine. You live in a lovely home. You have a beautiful wife. Why do you let it upset you so much? Okay, you don't agree with homosexuality. Fine. The Bible says so. Fine. But why do you make it, why do you allow it to upset you so much? Well, why is she so upset that she's getting a group together to go waste the whole day of her life protesting? She's not going to Well, she doesn't believe it's a waste of a day of her life. She believes it's a Okay, well, I don't day. think it's a waste of my life to get angry and preach hard against sin. Okay, well, stay there. Let me go to Andrew because there I have, there's your answer. Okay, I have to wrap up in a second, but Andrew, you're on Classic Kids. Go ahead, Andrew. Hello, how's it going? Uh, Andrew, you agree with Stephen. Not everything um, he says, obviously. Well, I have to say, um, people like Stephen have become more appealing uh, to myself um, over the last long while. Um, I don't see, I don't agree with Stephen on everything, but I can sort of see Stephen as uh, a type of person who just worries about the future of uh, people and, and can sort of see the writing on the wall that if he doesn't act in a certain way, it will all go to hell. Such like so, if he doesn't act extreme, I can actually understand it. Now, I I was um, I would consider myself an atheist for the longest time, and um, there's too many things have happened in Ireland that have pushed me back towards, I suppose, being merely agnostic or maybe even going back towards religion. I sort of maybe I'm in the the mindset that uh. I sort of just can't handle some of the decisions that the Irish people have made over the last while. That that doesn't have anything to do with religion. I don't agree with some of the, the well, liberal... I, well, well I, 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 I'm not disagreeing with you completely. I don't agree with some of the liberal decisions that have been made in society, but that doesn't mean that I would be anti them, if you know what I mean. Well, I, I see as there is a direct correlation between uh, religion leaving society and awful horrors entering it, like him. Um, I just simply... I don't, see, I don't see... Well, I, well, it's a correlation, absolutely, yeah. There is definitely a correlation between... But, uh, but you, you the, don't the 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 word correlation and causation, don't you? Well, I'd say the less religious... It's no coincidence. The less religious Ireland has become, and now all of a sudden people are championing abortion. And um, as Stephen would say, it, it is um, murder. And um, there's no two ways to look at it. It is murder. And um, so, okay, I, so will you, will you be going to see Stephen on, on Sunday, May the twenty second? 
Um, no, I won't be going to see him. Um, I, I, I'm only at the finding out about him tonight. I've never even heard of him before. But I know a lot of people are giving out to him there. But I don't, I don't see in Stephen just all pure hatred. I see in Stephen he has worry um, for the future of humanity. And he, he probably feels, actually you can ask him, he probably feels, Jesus, if he doesn't act in a certain way, like who the hell who who else is going to stand up against the rising tide of sort of degeneracy? But I mean, we 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 live in a democracy, so you know when you say who's going to stand up to it, as people we've a right to stand up to liberalism in some sense. If you feel the need to stand up to it, I mean we've already seen in America. No stopping it. Yeah, but, no well, stopping. well, hang on a second. In America, you've seen, um, I suppose, Donald Trump. Uh, who would be, he wouldn't be, certainly wouldn't be liberal and making decisions which are not very liberal. For example, very recently, he banned transgenders from the American army. Uh, that would have been something that Obama or Hillary Clinton would have done. So, uh, and that again is vote, they are voted by, democratically by the people. I mean, in this country, we have a referendum every time we need to change the law. I mean, you, unfortunately, are in a minority in this country now because you were the one who were against abortion. The majority voted for it. You might think it's wrong. That's okay. It's okay to think it's wrong. It's okay to be part of the 33% who voted against it. That's fine, and I respect your view on it. But it doesn't well, mean... But, but we have to... I mean, you either agree well, see, with democracy well, see, or you well, don't. Well, Niall, I was... this. Well, I, look, I, did, I'm not, I didn't want to argue with you at all. I just wanted to say to you that through, through certain actions that the Irish people have taken, it's pushed me out of atheism, pushed me back towards people like Stephen. Now, I know Stephen is the more extreme end of things, but... Um, to me, Stephen just seems more like um, the type, the only type of person that I can see of now that will actually open his mouth and stand up against these people who are... You know, there are, there are campaigns in America now at the moment, Stephen probably knows about it, called Shout Your Abortion. So it's no longer about just, oh, having, maybe having the gun. It's actually going, no, be proud of your abortion. Shout it and be proud. And I can only see this getting worse. Like, I, I, in my mind... Without people like Stephen standing up against this, so what's them to stop them for coming after other or what sick people, elderly people? It seems like it will never end unless people like Stephen stand up against them. Okay, well, well that's why he's on the air because we do believe in freedom of speech as well. Okay, but stay there for a second because uh, just before Stephen goes, Sean, you want to speak to Stephen very quickly? Go ahead. Yeah, I just uh, just uh, had a question there. So, so let's get back to this. This whole how old is the Earth again? How old is he? He said, how old did you say, Stephen? 6,800 years old. About 6,300 years 300 old. 300 years old, okay. Right, that, that's not correct. That, that's not correct at all. Okay, well, I think we, we spoke about that, I'm, and, I'm, and he said that that's, you know, what the Bible says. I don't care what the Bible says. That's not correct. Okay. Well, I don't care what you say. That is correct. And I already explained why you it appears older than it is, just... Just like when Adam was created, you he appeared you know, older than he was. You don't care why, and yet, how are you? How are you talking to us right now again? What what uh, what are you using? What device are you using? Oh, do you need me to explain to you the difference between an evolutionary biologist and an engineer? I I, I could explain the difference to you. You know the things about special theory uh, I, relativity. Can you can you explain GPS to me what Richard Dawkins invented? Could you explain which, me how which, which cell no, no, phone no. company did, does Richard Dawkins work for? Could, the, the, my phone explain, was invented by mathematicians and engineers, not navel-gazing evolutionary biologists. Okay, well, well, okay well, well, you ask him a question. He's just answered the question you asked him, Sean. But go on. Okay, so uh, Stephen, hang on for a second. Sean, what's the point you want to no, make? He's not. Sorry, no, Sean? no, no that, that's, again, he's just, he's just going on and on. And Anyway, how is your plane going to get to Ireland, Stephen? With the six well, it's gonna it's gonna be carried by a dinosaur fossil, and Richard Dawkins is gonna be the pilot, okay. and now, Michio is Kaku nonsense. is gonna be the co-pilot. The okay? way you're playing, okay, for the rest of the audience who aren't deranged lunatics like you, just for their benefit, the plane is going to get from the United States to Ireland using navigational aids that depend upon the global positioning satellite system, and that system actually depends on a very fine tuning of timing between the surface of the Earth and the geosynchronous orbit, 25,000 miles above the surface where those satellites are located. The, we, it has been determined by some guy called uh, Einstein, yeah, that's it, about 100 years ago, that time actually progresses relatively slowly compared to uh, stationary, uh, to compared to a, a moving observer. If you're, if you're down here close to the surface of the Earth, 
then your time is going to run slower than somebody up in space. This is an effect. This isn't. This isn't a, a theory. This isn't a liberal agenda. This is. This is a hard fact that determines where your plane's going to go. Just like it's a hard fact that determines how your cell phone system can can locate where you are using triangulation from GPS satellites. Uh, I know you just poo pooed there the whole dinosaur thing, but again, okay, so so. Hang on, I think the point that, that Charles is clearly making is that scientific facts can actually be proven and demonstrated. What we, you're well, telling is can't be proven and demonstrated. Yeah. Relativity had anything to do with me flying on an airplane to Ireland. Turns out it, Einstein's it, theory of relativity is allowing me to talk on this phone right now. That's it amazing. Is. It is. Well, that I'm is the stupidest a... crap I've ever heard. Einstein's really? theory of relativity has nothing to do with my flight, my GPS, nothing. or my cell phone. Interesting. Nonsense. Interesting. Okay, but, so, yeah, but the point clearly that Sean is making is that scientific facts can be proven and demonstrated, as he demonstrated there, talking about, obviously, uh, space and time and everything else. But what you're telling us uh, of the Earth being 6,300 years old is just something that's written in a book. It can't be proven or demonstrated. Was a, Niall, can I ask you a question? Well, the Big Niall. Bang is something that's written in a book Niall. that can't be demonstrated Niall. or proven either. Well, there was a big picture in the, in the internet last week of, of a black hole for the first time ever. We managed to picture, picture one. The picture that was taken by the Event Horizon Telescope is actually depends on the dispersed telemetry across the entire surface of the Earth. The only way they can actually collate these pictures is by using very precise atomic clocks that, again, account for relativistic effects of motion and gravity on the flow of time. Okay, well, let, let, let's, 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 let's move away from the Earth for a oh, moment, Sean. Wow, Sean. that's so fascinating. Thank it's you so much for that. That was amazing. You're, you're, you're an idiot, but I mean, that doesn't really... You're a complete away. idiot. The fool has said in his heart, That's there is no comeback. God. You good, think you that, that everything little... came from nothing. Is that is the ultimate stupidity. That is against comeback. science. That's to think, classic. hey, why don't you be all quiet and listen to what I have to say. I, I listen to you run your mouth about all your, your theory of relativity airline, okay? But the bottom line is, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. You think uh-huh. that nothing can create something that's against science. You, don't even you believe in a biogenesis, which is anti-science. A biogenesis is spontaneous generation. I, 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 I can't hear both of you talking at the same time. Sorry, Sean. You know, I mean, I, I got to have a one at a time. It is radio, not TV. People can't see both of you. Yeah. But, but okay, let, let me just move away from, you know, the, the earth and how old it is very quickly. Okay, Sean, do you believe in God, yes or no? No, I've given you that answer many times. A God, a God. I don't believe in his ridiculous concept of a god, but yes, I do believe in some sort of god, yes. Well, well, then, is that not contradictory to what you've just told us, like, over the last ten minutes, that, you know, you base, no. you base everything on logic and scientific fact? Because a god my, relies on faith. My conception of god does not entail denying the fact that time flows at different rates according to the relative motion or gravity of the, of the observer. No, my god is not a god who says, stick your head in the sand and don't figure shit out for yourself. My God is a God that says, yes, I was, you, uh, man was created in my image, yes, fine. Use your fucking brain. Don't be an idiot. That's my God, Niall. Okay, does your God say that women should be treated equally in society? Of course. Stephen's of God course says not. otherwise. I know. I know it does. It's just an excuse for him to use his bigotry. He leans on this. He's an intellectual lightweight who, again, doesn't even understand how his plane gets to Ireland. And he's bad-mouthing the science that makes it possible, cherry-picking where he wants to. This, this notion of a 6,000-year-old Earth is ridiculous. And the United States is the only country on Earth with a sizable proportion of people who believe that, to its eternal shame. Despicable and pathetic. Okay, p- p- Stephen, you can answer that very quickly if you can, because I know you've got to go. But go ahead, you can answer Yeah, five, five billion years from now, we're going to be ashamed of America because of the eternal shame. Right. This guy is a complete idiot trying mm-hmm. to sound smart using a lot of big words about how Einstein's theory of relativity is going to get the airplane to Europe. Well, guess what? Airplanes flew long before Einstein came up with his theory of relativity, and then that was actually. implemented that's into a global positioning system. Twelve years, actually. Twelve but they years. weren't actually, you know, depending on navigation systems for, at Kitty Hawk. But of this course, guy is a moron if he thinks that evolutionary biology and astrophysics and the theory of relativity have here. to do you're with too, cell phones and airplanes. That is stupidity and nonsense. What do you, what do you do, Stephen? What do you do for a living, by the way? What do, what do you work at? What do you do for a living? I'm a pastor. 
<laughs> but yeah, but you don't you don't make money being a pastor, do you? Oh yes, I do. I I have a church. I pastor full time. I has four hundred people in it, and that's my full time job. I used to be an electrician. Oh, okay. I'm sure. I, I guess I guess evolutionists invented electricity too, according to him. I guess that's I guess uh, I well, you know we need. Well, we need well, to well they didn't have electricity in Jesus the time of Jesus, did they? According to this guy. Well, I mean, it did take clever people to you know invent electricity or develop electricity. It wasn't around in Jesus' time. I mean, if it wasn't for Tesla, well, it if it wasn't for Tesla. It took clever people to come up with an idea so stupid is that everything came from nothing and that nothing exploded, and that's everything. That's stupid that's and non-scientific. Well, explain to me, where did life come from? Where did the we first life point. form come from? Can you explain you that? It's not known at this point because some Yeah, you don't know, because, and, and that's the only either. question that matters, and you, and you don't, don't know. know either. But I mean, it would be fair to say, Stephen, that, you know, a few hundred years ago, we didn't really know how far the moon was. We didn't really know if we could get there. We didn't know what was further than the moon because we didn't have telescopes powerful enough to see it. We didn't know how computers would work because we didn't have them. We didn't know a lot of stuff, you know, but as time moves on, we learn more. So maybe, maybe in a thousand years time, scientists will, will be able to answer your question. And your won't You're never going to be able to create way. life. Only God can create life and they'll okay. never be able to create life. And they never have it. They think life came from nothing by itself? Cling to your pacifier, buddy. Keep clinging. You're a big baby is what you are. You can't deal with reality. Grow the fuck up. Okay. On that note, um, uh, Stephen, I I know you're kind of a busy man and you've got to go. And uh, I'm looking forward to you coming over because I know you said you come into the studio uh, during the day uh, when you're here. So you're here on Sunday, May the 22nd. Um, and if people want to get more information, whereabouts are you? Where will your sermon be? I, I assume you call it a sermon, do you? Well, we're not announcing the location because uh, we don't want the you know businesses to ban us or create problems for us because we'll have a bunch of uh, homos call them and, and shut us down. Gay people, so. yeah, that you don't like. Yeah. Well, I'm gay. I mean, gay means happy. All right, uh, well, I'm, I'm concerned about that anyway. Okay, so we'll look, we'll, we'll talk to you then anyway. All right, okay, Stephen? Yep. Looking forward Sounds to good. it. All right, okay, uh, there you go, Pastor Stephen Anderson. Don't agree with much of what he says, but in saying that, does he have the right to speak? Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.